Welcome to The Bridge. Fun conversations on culture, life, and everything in between. Welcome to The Bridge. We are a show that connects East and West. My name is Jason, and I'm originally from California, but now I am living in beautiful Wuhan, China. Today with me is Bebe. Hi. Hi, Jason. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? Uh, not bad. I sound quite excited, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Every time I say hi, I go I like if I go full out, I think I'll just like blast you away. <laughs> Find us where you get your podcasts. If you like the show, then consider pushing the like button or giving us five stars. Suggestions, comments, anything you would like to share, email us at welovethebridge at gmail.com. We love the bridge. I feel really great because on the weekends I've been like doing apples and like, uh, you know, like two apples a day on both days. And it's really making me feel a lot better. I think it's uh, something I want to continue to do. Apples are perfect. You mean the fruit, Yeah, the fruit. Yes, (laughs) they are. They are literally like the best thing ever. Mm. Um, The only thing is I don't particularly enjoy eating them Mm. because every time I bite into an apple, like my lips um, and the surrounding areas, they're so like sensitive. Mm. Like, I always, like, come out looking swollen and red. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you try a different brand of apple. I don't know. The ones I eat are, like, ice cream or something. And being the mother in the house, like, nobody slices apples for me, right? Aww. So, uh, <laughs> either, uh, unless I do it myself. If you slice it, it's a little bit better. But they are so good. Speaking of mothers, yes. we're here to talk about mothers. And you are a mother, so we're set. Yes, I have been a mother for uh, seven and half years and surviving mm. if you count the pregnancy i guess it's over eight years yeah wow. and I'm, and you have a mother too so you know you're an expert from both sides i have like <laughs> several <laughs> so in china when we celebrate mother's day mm. which is you know a relatively new thing like we've heard about it in the recent decades Mm, mm, mm. let's say 10 15 years maybe um but here when we celebrate it it's like a like extended family thing because normally more than one female Mm. uh contribute Mm. to child care and like for me in my case um i was raised by my grandmother like Mm. practically by my grandmother so Mm. um she would be the first person you know i think of on mother's day um on mother's day usually we would send greetings in our family wechat group Mm. so my mom is there and um and my aunt Mm. like my mom's sisters they're there because um, they also contributed a lot, like, you know, bring up kids in the family. Me, my younger cousins. It's like a whole big family thing. And then mm. ever since I became a mom, I got greetings, too. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> it gets a little confusing, you know, <laughs> it's like, hi, happy Mother's Day. Oh, happy Mother's Day to you, too. Yeah, right. So, yeah. But the, but the thing is, that's like about the only thing. Because mm, mm, the rest mm. of the day is pretty much the same. <laughs> like, you still have mm. to cook, clean, take care of everybody. So it's still a pretty Western thing. My mother actually was against Mother's Day. So she felt like oh. yeah, she's she's from a particular, you know, version of Christianity where Mother's Day is inappropriate. So one day mm-hmm. I was taught in school, you need to do something for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. So I I actually, OK, I told my mom, oh, tomorrow I'm going to make you breakfast in bed. And she's like, oh, don't do that, Jason, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, OK, so I didn't. And then she didn't. It was like Saturday or something. I was watching cartoons and she got up and she was like, Jason, oh, you never no. brought me breakfast in, in bed. And I, I said, you told 
told me not to. I, th I feel set up. I felt guilty uh -huh. at the same time confused because she was like she wanted it, but she didn't want it. It was very peculiar. Wait, 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 wait. wait. So wait, does she does she remember that you actually? Well, I'm offered? sure she's going to listen to this because as a mother, she listens to everything I do and reads whatever book I write <laughs> yeah. or whatever. So she's going to hear me talking about this and maybe she's going to be like, oh, yeah, that did happen. <laughs> oh, poor Jason. Were you like? Uh, heard or did, did you explain? No, I didn't explain. I think I was just taken aback. And I just remember, don't ever bring up Mother's Day again in my head. <laughs> but my, my mother was a great mother and she she did a great, wonderful job raising me and my three brothers and being a secretary at the same time. Oh so so she managed very difficult uh, 20 years, I guess. More. Yeah, she should write a book. <laughs> like that's like a, a thousand page mm. book, raising four sons while still working like I literally cannot imagine, Jason. <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain to you, like, how difficult a job it is mm. to be a mom. Mm. And especially if you have, like, four boys. <laughs> like, I would start my day with, like, banging my head on the wall <laughs> and, like, end the day with banging my head on the wall and probably eight times during the day in between. <laughs> there is a certain point where the oldest brother, I'm the third, the oldest brother, Robert, he got old enough where mom could leave him in charge. So she could run away to the grocery store while Robert supervised the rest of us, you know? That's a good point, actually. But what was um, your older brother, like the old brother, was he like, you know, pretty responsible? No, <laughs> not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is he going to listen to this? <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he, he also listens to this program. Okay. <laughs> Should we be careful? <laughs> no, no, no. Robert knows what's coming. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So how did you guys survive? I don't like you should if you guys have the time, maybe on Mother's Day this year. Um, see if you can ask your mom and then maybe you can like, mm, mm, um, mm. give me some advice, like how mm. she survived. I'm more interested. Like, you say it's really, really hard. And I think, you know, for men, uh, who are not stay at home dads and that's most men, I think, uh, mm. um, could you tell us about the, the trials and the, the travails of staying at home and taking care of, uh, your children? Could you tell us about <sighs> what that entails and what we don't understand so that we can better relate? I think relate? we only have what, 50 minutes? for this show. <laughs> so that's like way not enough. But I just want to mm. say if, you know, if one day in the future you become a dad um, mm. and maybe, uh, you know, your wife stays at home taking care of the child, whoever um, spends the mm. most time taking mm. care of mm. the kid, just know that this is so, um, this is so much hard work that mm. it's actually just much easier to go to work instead. <laughs> like you would... Um, enjoy working so much more after you become a parent. Mm. Like you celebrate Mondays, you know, <laughs> you celebrate Mondays when you can actually have even just five minutes of just peace alone mm, mm. Um, in, in the bathroom, in the <laughs> office. Because when you are at home, like literally when your kids are younger, you don't even get to go to the bathroom by yourself. Like mm. sometimes you just need a few minutes, right? Mm. But then you'll see the hand on the other side of the door. <laughs> 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 or sometimes underneath, you know, trying to creep inside. And it's, it's just, I think that's the hardest part. Like not really having any time for yourself to just settle, mm. you know, let the dust settle because it's going to be like dust everywhere, mm. like filling the room, uh, all kinds of emotional dust. Mm. It's just so difficult. So if one day you become a dad and whoever gets to stay at home, just remember that it's really hard work and do appreciate it. Do whatever you can to help. Um, and, and a lot of times just the willingness to understand mm. and to mm. help 
um, is the most helpful. So people misunderstand. They think that stay home mom is an easy thing. It's so not. Well, I'm not. I'm. I, I know this is about mothers. It's not about husbands and wives. But how can uh, the partner who is going to work contribute in a positive way to help alleviate some of that stress and tension? What are the sorts? Of, so like. Well, household chores. You yeah? do intend to come back after work, right? <laughs> so I, no going out with your friends. Because a lot of people, they don't want to. Like, they they will um, come back and maybe sit in the car for, like, as long as they can. So that they don't have to go back to, like, changing diapers and just endless chores at home. Um, and a nagging wife. Because mm-hmm. your wife will very likely nag a little bit. Uh, or a lot. Mm-hmm. Because of mm-hmm. what she's been through at home. Um, it's mm-hmm. like, it's mm-hmm. endless. The work is endless. That's the crazy thing, you know? It's like, um, mm-hmm. uh, it's like when you're doing exercise. It's okay if you change your mm-hmm. positions. Mm-hmm. Um, or the things you do. The, yeah. the set of muscles that you use. But just try to, let's say, mm-hmm. bend over. And hold that position for like... You know, 15 minutes. That's more exhausting than if you get to do mm-hmm, a lot of different mm-hmm. things. But my point is, um, you know, mm. like taking care of a child, especially a younger kid or a toddler, it's like you do the same things over and over and over again and you don't get a rest. Mm. So you're tiring mm. like every <laughs> bit of your muscles and all the time. So um, mm. I don't want to like exaggerate things, but it gets pretty uh stressful like both physically and mentally mm. and the Esther things you can do anything to help mm. anything uh cooking clean and I think the most important thing is be understanding. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. be nice. You know, a lot of uh, people come home, they think, what have you been doing? Why is the house still so messy? You've been home all day, <laughs> right? Can't you just clean things up? Because they are exhausted after a full day of work. Mm-hmm. Um, they expect mm-hmm. to come home. Um, the kids are clean. The house is clean. The dinner is cooked. Well, it's actually quite chaotic and hectic while you were sitting in a nice office. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So don't expect too much. And, and what once you get the chance, let's say over the weekend, try taking care of the kid by yourself for a mm. whole day so mm. that you know what it feels like. So Saturday so. is like the the partner who stays home to take care of the child's day to go and enjoy life. And you like, OK, Saturday, you know, from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. is my day to like allow you to facilitate you to go out and enjoy like the park or your friends or a movie or whatever, something like that. Well, it's actually that's not very likely. Mm. Like for most moms, they probably can't really let go that much. Mm. But the more important part is for the partner to get a feel of what it is like to stay home for 10, 12, even 24 hours being with a baby Mm. or being with a toddler. Mm. Um, how nerve wracking it can get, how exhausting it can get, you know, both physically and also just with your patience. You just run out of patience, right? Mm. So it's more important for the other partner to know what it feels like so that they become understanding. Mm -hmm. It is Mm -hmm. not something that you can imagine. Being Mm. a parent is not something you can imagine. Mm. You have to go through it to know what it is like. (laughs) Seriously. And once the, the other partner goes through this, they will naturally become kinder. And more understanding. It's, it's not easy. I'm probably scaring you a lot. Empathy. You know? No, I'm not. I'm really trying to learn and absorb this because I'm not a father yet, but I am thinking about becoming a father. And, uh, you know, I, in all probability, I'm because I make more money, mm. I'll probably be the one that goes to make money. Mm. So I'm trying to learn as much from your advice and tips so that I can try to be a, uh, a good husband to my wife. Obviously, learning to be a father will be a whole other thing. And mm-hmm. that's not what this program is about today. Mother's Day. <laughs> Mother's Day. Yeah. 
Mother's yes. Day. Yeah. So see, um, in in the U.S., I think the tradition is to buy on that day. You buy your mom flowers, right? Or what? Mm-hmm. Chocolate mm-hmm. cars. Yeah, yeah exactly. Things? There's a a lot of different ways to celebrate. I think I want to really quickly before we get into that, uh-huh. I want to talk about what I am reading right now sure. on the history on history.com. So apparently, the history of Mother's Day is different in different parts of the world. In the United States, it's got its uh, start in the early 1800s and eventually in the early 1900s from a movement of women who wanted to help other women become better mothers. Mm. So uh, this woman, Anne Reeves Jarvis of West Virginia, started this thing called the Mother's Day Work Clubs. Mm. But eventually it got hijacked by like, you know, people trying to make money. So people selling flowers, Uh. exactly what you're talking about. And her daughter tried to counter sue like some of these industries and say, this is not what it was supposed to be. So Mm. uh, they, she really Jarvis decrees commercialized Mother's Day and she tried to stop it. But basically that's what it involved into. And so it's about cards Mm -hmm. and flowers. And sometimes uh, we give this thing called like a a token, like a to-do list or like Uh a, you can ask for one chore or a massage, kind of like you write on a card. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you can ask me for three chores and a massage, something like that, and you give it to mom mm-hmm. and then she's able to uh, use that card to say, OK, I want you to go mow the lawn or mm. I want you to go do all the dishes and and then put the dishes away when you're finished doing them or when they're finished drying. Mm-hmm. So you, you give a card of like chores that you're willing to do or massages or like whatever. In addition to flowers and cards and chocolates, all those same kind of things that you would give to maybe a romantic partner mm-hmm. are very similar to the kind of things that you would give mom. Because many holidays have been very commercialized. I know. Seriously. Looking at this, yeah, the, looking at this, it talks about how Mother's Day is celebrated in other parts of the world, like Thailand and Ethiopia, where it's very, very different. Mm. So my question for you is, how is it celebrated in China? Uh, Not much. <laughs> <laughs> as i said it's a it's a pretty new thing if let's say if on mother's day you buy your mom mm-hmm. your mother-in-law let's say mm-hmm. because she's chinese if you buy her you know expensive flowers and nice cards and other like useless gifts mm-hmm. i don't think that will make her very happy mm-hmm. i mean like she'll be happy on the surface mm-hmm. but then she's really thinking okay why did he spend so much money getting all these useless things? <laughs> Something similar <laughs> happened to me, actually. One time, I, my really? wife, this was years and years ago. My mother-in-law was staying at our home, and my wife and I got into a mm-hmm. big argument. I wanted to mm. uh, my, my mother-in-law to understand. So the next day, I brought flowers home and tried to give them to my mm-hmm. mother-in-law. And she was like, what a waste of money. Why are you buying these flowers? And it was just like, oh, uh, okay, oh, I won't do that again. And then, then she, and then another time, I bought my wife uh-huh. flowers and gave them to oh. my to my wife and, and my mother-in-law was staying with us again at this time and the, when they went bad and went out she went into the store and she bought the kind of flowers that never wilt or they'll stay good for like a year and <laughs> bought those and put them in the thing so that I wouldn't have an opportunity to continue to oh. waste money on flowers oh which will just so yeah not not received well I don't think <laughs> yeah. that that is like typical um, my mom's generation and the generation above it's their behavior. Mm. I just want to explain that I'm like I would appreciate it if it's not too expensive. Because mm. as mm. I'm gonna getting older, I do appreciate flowers a lot more. Mm. I'm even buying them myself. Mm. But it's harder for like say my mom's generation mm. to think that you spent like eighty kwai or probably more expensive than mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. something that's gonna like go away in a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they would rather that you take them out maybe for a nice meal or something or. 
or like plastic yeah. flowers. <laughs> you know, you, you, you nailed it. The, the best, uh, the best thing I ever did for my wife's mother in terms of like, you know, my Chinese mother-in-law, mm-hmm. we brought her to Heidi law one time oh. and she was just, she looked so happy. Uh-huh. We, we hung, we hung out there for like two or three hours. Wow. You know, like we were just talking and playing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she was just, I've never seen her look so happy in wow. my entire life. If, if you want to impress your, like are the foreigners living in China or move, my move to China, mm-hmm. you want to impress a Chinese lady, bring them to hot pot <laughs> <laughs> just not flowers <laughs> well yeah. you can test it out um because you know i guess for people who are from wealthier family backgrounds right mm-hmm. when they're you know they're they don't really have this uh mentality maybe they'll think is you know classy and beautiful um but like for my parents generation it's it maybe mm. you know try to avoid it <laughs> and i think also the uh, they, they're practical people you know, they're very mm, practical. Mm, mm. If you can offer to help with, uh, you know, cleaning um, mm-hmm. and maybe cooking a little bit. But while you cook, uh, do not mess up the kitchen too much. Because a lot of times, <laughs> you know, when men or uh, women who are not used to cooking, they consider mm. cooking as, okay, I'm going to just, uh, you know, use the spatula and stir around things in a hot wok for mm, a bit. And mm, they think that's mm. cooking. No. Cooking starts with, you know, maybe even starts with buying the vegetables and other ingredients Mm, and mm. cleaning them, cutting them, thinking about how to cook them, actually cook them, and then cleaning up after the meal. Mm. So that is cooking. Mm. It's not just those two minutes of stirring things in Mm -hmm, a, mm -hmm. you know, walk over fire. So that's some misunderstanding that we want to clear Mm. (laughs) (laughs) ahead of time. Um, but here in China, Mother's Day, I mean, it's uh, it's not really something we take a lot of time to celebrate mm. because I think for Chinese families, um, we're so emotionally connected mm-hmm. that um, sometimes we just don't need those external gestures. Mm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, like, for for example, in my family, uh, my my aunts, you know, they contributed a lot, especially my third aunt. Like, you know, she, when I was little, she came over every weekend um and took my cousin over and we would play together mm. that's because my parents were far away so um nowadays when i see something nice i'll just you know get it for her mm. um instead of just getting something you know not as useful on mother's day well, can you give me an example so of a different. practical thing if, if if i if i didn't want to just help mm. if i wanted to give give something to in, in a chinese family to a mother that is going to what is a practical kind of thing that they would appreciate you know the first thing that comes into my mind is a vacuum cleaner <laughs> and, but you have to find the balance like you have to know your mother-in-law well enough mm-hmm. to know if the price is acceptable for her mm-hmm. because like the nicer ones can cost up to like three thousand four thousand rmb which is like what five hundred six hundred dollars mm-hmm. i mean it's pretty pricey right so i mean they will love the vacuum cleaner but only if it's a at a price range that that are acceptable to them Mm. or else every time they use it they'll feel like it hurts (laughs) (laughs) well i was also thinking you know in america romantic gifts between if a man gives a woman a gift it should never be a cleaning apparatus (laughs) 
because there's an idea that if a man gives his girlfriend or fiance or mm. wife a cleaning apparatus, that gift means you are the designated cleaner person That's and you're true. putting them in this box of you're like the housewife. Mm-hmm. And so like you get you'll get in trouble if you buy that kind of stuff sometimes. But the thing is, if you're married like long enough, mm-hmm. right, probably the pattern has already been set. Mm. You know, who cleans, who uh, who cleans the house, who cooks. So it doesn't matter anymore, like up to a point. Mm-hmm. If you're just married, maybe that's not the greatest idea <laughs> unless you do it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so if you, you know, you've been together for a long time. Um, but I'm thinking of the vacuum cleaner because I think it's so helpful. Like mm-hmm. it really makes a huge do difference. Do you have carpets? It's just a carpets uh some oh, not okay. like for the whole house mm. yeah carpets are not very suitable for like cities in in china yeah um small areas so something practical just ask your wife she knows yeah yeah, yeah. she knows her mom and yeah um that's that's an important key though One of the things that I, I, in preparation for discussing this with you, I learned is that more phone calls are made in the United States, at least, than any other day on Mother's Day. So it looks like even Christmas or whatever, like whatever day the entire year, people are calling mom up to say something. And that is a huge deal. Mm -hmm. So like, is it when I when we talk about Mother's Day in China, are people aware that it is Mother's Day? Is it like known? We know there is a Mother's Day, but then since it's not a set day, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because every year the day might mm. be a little different. And that gets a little that gets mm. a little tricky. So around that time, people kind of know, huh, there's this idea of a Mother's Day floating around. Mm. And also the kids might know it from school, right? Like their teachers in kindergarten. Because you work in a school, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on that day, like my daughter would make some like you know, handmade mm, craft mm. or cards. Teachers make it into a thing and they'll bring it back. There's Woman's Day in China, which is really well known because when I was right. also working at the kindergarten, my boss came up to me and gave me mm-hmm. a little cardboard box and said, this is for Woman's Day. And I was like, I'm not a woman. She's like, give it to your <laughs> wife, Jason. Oh, I was like, oh, 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 oh. okay. So I gave, I don't, did I think they, it was perfume or something. I don't know. Did they give but you like, a look while you said I'm not a woman? <laughs> I, I, I think she was expecting that because she had the answer the reply ready so uh most everyone in my work is female Uh it's like 95 percent female right so like they just got one for everyone Mm. so it was like okay you have a wife give this to her Mm -hmm. um but you know it seems like woman's day is a well-known day and children's day is a huge deal in china it is a huge deal so i'm wondering how is mother's day not a huge deal when some of these other like children's day in the united states i'd never even heard of it (laughs) then i came I, i came to china and they were like it's children's day in a we need to get ready. I'm like, <laughs> why? why? Is something special happening? Well, like- growing up, um, you know, we always celebrated Children's Day. It falls on June 1st mm. um, in China. And it's always International Children's Day. Mm. So when I was little, I thought the whole world celebrates <laughs> Children's <laughs> Day. And then when I went to the States, I found out that, wait a minute, not only do they not have Children's Day and their Labor Day is on a different day. Because mm. here mm. it's like May 1st, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. May Day. Uh, but then... It's like switched to September in the States. Mm. It was all confusing. And there's like a bunch of all um, like entirely different holidays. Mm. But mm-hmm. yes, as you mentioned, Children's Days are big. And um, Women's Day, it's I mean, 
It's relatively big, as in everybody knows about it.、Mm. But not too much is done. Mm, mm. I think you get half a day off from work、mm. if it's feasible. Like some workplaces, if they can handle it, they can give you half a day、mm. off. May Day or Labor Day in China is five days long. And in the United States,、yes. you get like a Monday. You know, it's like, okay, Monday off. Yeah. But in China, Labor Day is a huge day. So I think it. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. It's, it's when people travel. Because、mm. um, May Day is like, we call it the Golden Week,、mm. right? Wait. That's the golden or October 1st. I think National Day is the golden week.、Yeah. National, that's the golden week. Yeah. But that's when、uh, you get like a week long、mm. um, rest.、Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, when, when it comes to Mother's Day, I don't really know why it's not as big a deal.、Um, but I think maybe because in, in China, I think women have had mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.、Um, more power in a way. Mm. Mm, because, like, women have always worked. Of course, now I know that even in the United States and also in Japan, more women are,、mm. you know, st- remaining in the workforce after they become a mom, if they can mm-hmm. find mm-hmm. a way to make it work, right? Either daycare、mm-hmm. or、uh, finding a nanny if it's affordable.、Um, but in China, women have always remained in the workforce.、Mm-hmm. Maybe starting nowadays, when you know, living standards are higher, some families can afford to have the mom staying at home or the、mm-hmm. dad staying at home. More people are becoming full time moms. So I guess a lot of,、uh, in a lot of Asian families, women have pretty high status. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. usually it's、um, the female who is in charge of the finance.、Mm-hmm. So、uh, do you know about, like, especially in Japan or Korea? So, the basic structure is you will work, right, Jason?、Yeah. And once you get your salary, you hand it over to your wife, all of it. Okay. <laughs> and then she will give you an allowance、mm. every month、mm. <laughs> and、um, like enough for you to go have a drink maybe with a co worker after、mm. work once in a、mm-hmm. while and buy、mm-hmm. some stuff. And、mm-hmm. then if you need anything fancier,、um, more expensive, you yeah, you need to be nice and ask for permission. <laughs> It's, it's very similar in our own arrangement in my, in my family. Yeah. I, I wanted to point out you mentioned women are、uh, very powerful members of the family here.、Um, I have this article here,、uh, focus.cbbc.org, The Changing Roles of Women in China. And there's a subheading China leads the world with its female entrepreneur power. And it sh- Mao once famously said, Women hold up half of the sky, which is、yep. super famous. I've heard that like, I don't know, a hundred times since I came to China. Does that sound weird to you? No, it, it makes sense. It, you know, it's a very beautiful metaphor, actually.、It's, you know, like there's、mm-hmm. obviously roughly half women and men in any society.、Mm-hmm. And so it would make complete sense that they would and that they would be contributing to society in meaningful ways.、Mm-hmm. But this article also points out that、uh, Zhang Nan is. Is the CEO of TikTok ByteDance.、Mm. And so, like, a lot of there are a lot of very powerful women, not just like women in the home having power over finance and things like that,、mm-hmm. but in addition to that, women hold a lot of very powerful roles in companies. You know,、mm. I, in my own experience working for a few different companies, Every boss I've had has been female. Really? The principals of every school I've worked at,、mm-hmm. female.、Right. The, the, the center leaders of every school I've worked at, Females, a lot HR representatives, females, Every, everywhere through all the corporate structure, mid level management up, dominated by females. Wow. So、okay. it's really in- interesting. Like, there's so many women in very powerful positions in China. And I think maybe that's not well known to the rest of the world. You know, you just remind me, yeah, the principal of、uh, my daughter's school, they're also females. They usually there is like a main principal, and then there's a principal for the elementary school.、Mm. 
and then the junior high high school. I think in my daughter's school, they're all females too. Hmm. And um, in the in kindergarten, that was the, also the case. Maybe it's because of its education uh, hmm. field. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure. Um, but in general, I think because we don't have the tradition of, you know, the default mode is not for moms to stay home mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. they have kids. It, but then it's usually the grandparents who come over to help. And um, in mm-hmm. most cases, uh, like, you know, parents don't send their kids to nursery until they're at least three years old. Mm-hmm. So either they have a trustworthy nanny, some kind of a more permanent um, caretaker. Yeah. But usually it's one set of uh, grandparents so that moms are liberated, um, <laughs> liberated at least a little. Yeah, because they need if you live in a city, especially uh, maybe it's different in the countryside. But in the city, you do need to uh, like both parents to work mm, to make mm, ends mm. meet, especially if you want to buy your own house, yeah. even renting. I mean, it gets pretty expensive. I want you to continue. I just wanted to point out for some of our listeners who may not have known this, that in China, the relationship to buying a home can be different. Like in America, typically, if you mm. want to buy a home, you know, the husband and wife, they build up their own amount of money and then they buy a home. In China, sometimes there are contributions from both parents. Mm. So the man's parents and the woman's parents will have have some savings and they'll contribute some mm-hmm. money to the buying of the house for their children, which I think is really, really kind of interesting and helpful. And amazing. it's not just sometimes I think maybe that's like most in most cases. Mm. And a few reasons. First of all, housing prices have been so expensive. Mm. It's nearly impossible for like young people or even like my age, right, to, to buy a house on your own, mm. even with mortgage. So uh, grandparents, mm. they contribute. And also for the over the past uh, two decades, housing prices have been going up like crazy. Like mm-hmm. it's like as mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. if you buy one day later, it's going to be a different price. So <laughs> <laughs> if you wait until you save enough for the um, down payment, mm-hmm. like you will never save enough for the down payment. <laughs> it just keeps going up and up. It just and keeps up. going up. Yeah. But things might be changing, though, right, with all mm. kinds of different policies. So in, in China, in general, uh, the grandparents are more involved, much, much more involved than in a lot of Western societies. Mm. Um, and it, it does help the family a lot because as I'm going through this stage of my life, I mean, it, it is difficult. It's really mm, pretty mm. stressful. Um, you, you are like burnt out day after day because mm. you, you work, right. And you take care of, uh, a kid or kids mm-hmm. and it's, um, and also the household, like each one could be a full-time job yeah. and you're doing, you know, all of these together. So it's not easy. Just be nice to your wife. Be nice to moms. Be nice to your grand, you know, mo- mother's in law or your own mom. It's it, it's not easy. It's a very hard segment of um, anyone's life. So maybe we could take a turn here. There's another article, imom.com, mm-hmm. which interesting sounds like Apple or something. <laughs> but they have um, an eight easy ways to be a fun mom. And I just wanted you oh. because you're a mom. Maybe you could talk about how you relate to these or not. Fun mom. So, hmm. yeah. So number one is to seek out adventure. Oh, no. Oh, no. There, there is enough already. Let's let's not seek trouble. <laughs> um, you know, it's hard enough to, to keep them safe. They will seek out adventures on their own. Well, I can see how you're going to react to number two. Unexpected <laughs> is-, is the you in fun. Oh, gee. Oh, 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 thank you very much. But no. So this is so many. Wait, well, who was the author? I, I want to Nancy Jurgens. She's going to uh, maybe she should listen. She's a different, different soul. Number three, relax the rules. Well, 
I suppose, like, I, I, we are forced to relax our rules on a daily basis. Mm. Yeah, because, you know, it's rarely that, it, it's rarely the case that they will be mad anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Anything else? Number four, laugh a lot. Oh, I do that. Good. Good. I do that, yes. <laughs> so, uh, this one I think is interesting. Number five, let your kids pick on you. Like, what? Where? <laughs> I don't know. It's, well, there's a subhead. It goes, it goes in. A, Not it my says, nose. Oh, oh, mom. Uh, no, mom. You can't wear that shirt is the example it gives. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's a good idea. I can take that. You can take yeah. feedback from your kids. Yeah, she'll be busy then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number yeah. six, play with them. Seems obvious. Uh-huh. Do you like playing yeah. with Legos? Does, yeah. you, does your daughter play with Legos? It's not really our thing. Mm-mm. And plus, it's, there's so much plastic. Mm. Like, it's appalling. Mm. I'm sorry for mm. Lego mm. makers, but like, maybe in the future, you guys can find some other substitute, mm. right? Things that will actually decompose in the future. Like wooden Legos. Wooden, or there are new forms of uh, quote unquote, like plastic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully one day there will be ego-friendly Legos. And then, yeah, I would, um, I, I wouldn't mind spending time to play with them but whenever i see them i think you just take them up with a genius idea that people at lego need to listen to yeah but the thing is i know that they are expensive enough Mm -hmm. you know using plastic they're very pricey yeah they're cheaper substitutes but if you want the real thing Mm -hmm. uh so hopefully when i was a kid we had lincoln logs lincoln logs were like Mm -hmm. little wooden things you would make like a cabin out of and those were completely biodegradable yes why 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 don't we have those i think those will be so much better like i used to play Mm -hmm. with just uh what do you call it jimu it's like uh, blocks. Yay. Like things yeah, like yeah. that, right? Very similar. And actually, um, the best place for kids to play is in nature. Like mm. if if they can find, you know, safe, nice surroundings in nature. Because that's how I play. Sounds like fun. You So you do you take your daughter to the like the park and then just let her like play? Pretty much every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. So that's kind of like you time too, because you're sitting on the bench maybe and she's running around. Yeah. And playing with her friends mm-hmm. at this age. Yeah. So her opportunity yeah. to play with other kids is your opportunity to take five. Uh, pretty much. Or just like meditate, mm. like to calm down. <laughs> yeah. Number seven. And I think you might like this one a lot. Outsource to others. Um, You know, it's uh, certain things like cleaning cooking mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. that's not kids related directly because once you become a mom you realize how vigilant you become mm. right like mm. let's say cooking for your kid mm-hmm. you don't really want to delegate that because mm. uh you don't know what other people put if in low quality oil or yeah something. or if they've washed things properly mm-hmm. so um i think i imagine that when you um, and your wife become parents, you're going to be like in control of everything. <laughs> you want to make sure everything is like clean and proper enough. Mm. Um, so other things I think is much easier to to delegate to, you know, outsource to other people. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to your kids, like what they eat, what they read, what they learn and what they watch, you have to pay attention. Mm. Yeah, that's still, you know, your job. So it's harder to get wow. to somebody else. Well, yeah. you know, in China, you have the uh, mother-in-law on both sides of oftentimes playing a large role. Does your husband's mm. mom or your mom ever come over to help, you know? No, no. Like my parents, they, they're far away. And Mm-mm. my husband's parents, they are, you know, like 20 years too old <laughs> for the job. <laughs> yeah, I see. So um, I, I do think that, parents should take care take the main responsibility mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. raising our kids but it would be really nice if you have parents like living close enough so that when you are about to go crazy <laughs> you know one person could come over and just let you off the hook for like five ten minutes hours. or like a few hours <laughs> yeah. yes 
so that you can be a sane parent mm. instead of a, like a, a crazy one. Um, because it, it would be too much for for everybody. So it would be nice if we if I had you know extra help like that. I have a coworker. She's a new mom. Her daughter is about three months old, and she has a full time live in mm. IE, and IE means in Chinese anti, mm-hmm. but it means like an you know typically right. a slightly older lady, middle middle aged ish, mm. and who comes over to the home or lives in the home and takes care of doing like chores mm-hmm. and like cooking and cleaning and stuff like that Mm. do do you ever have like someone come over and facilitate cleaning i had a uh, when my daughter was younger we had a nanny she was so nice um we Mm. were still in contact and she stayed with us for about like over two years until i moved Mm. Mm. um she would she would come during Mm -hmm. the day like when i go to work Ah. she comes to work like eight to like five like a full day's Mm. work so while i'm out of the house she's there um yeah it, it, it would you know it's great help because it allowed me to to go back to work mm, mm. um but nowadays uh, child caring it's getting more and more expensive yeah. i know that in the states it's, it's very expensive right i think if you get mm-hmm, a nanny mm-hmm. very, yeah, very 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 well, at least two thousand dollars the only thing you can get cheap in america is maybe like a what we call a babysitter which is like a mm. you know typically a, a teenage girl. Mm. I don't think a lot of people feel comfortable with a teenager in charge of their entire house while they're away. You know, I even babysat when I was in high school, right? Mm. And now thinking back as a parent, I think that's a crazy yeah, idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's very common in the States, um, but like that's probably the last thing I would do <laughs> for my own for my own child, because you need you do need someone who is very responsible yeah. and who knows about how to uh, take care of kids, especially young babies, because anything could happen. Especially if there's an emergency of oh any kind. Anything yeah. could happen. They don't know what so, to do. Yeah, I, exactly. I mean, I don't want to be judgmental about or scare other parents but um for me i i I will not let that happen (laughs) yeah okay i have have another article here and it's it's not quite related to uh you specifically this is the truth it's called the truth about Mm -hmm. being a single mother from the bump.com i thought i i'm not sure i don't i don't like everything it says in here but there's some interesting points so it points out you've You've got to have work or a social life. It points that out in the uh, mm. the article. And I know you're not a single mom, but, you know, what do you do to uh, facilitate, you know, having a kind of a social life beyond well, just your daughter? Well, it's easier these days in a way because you can communicate online, right? And I think having a social life mm. is extremely important for new moms uh, because usually if it's your firstborn and, and if your parents are not there to help you, just you and your husband... To be honest, you guys don't know a lot about how to take care of another human being, right? (laughs) You know, another baby. So Mm. what helped me immensely was talking to other new moms. Mm. And I was very lucky that I had at least two other moms who, you know, our our kids' birthdays were like a week, no, week, two or three three weeks within each other. Mm. Mm. So we were going through the same thing. You know, when I felt incredibly anxious when I was scared like you know when when my daughter maybe coughed or had like a slight fever it could literally like could literally scare me to death hmm. like I would be like kneeling on the floor praying oh please don't let her die oh god <laughs> because that's how either it's the hormones or because you're so unfamiliar 
with what you were doing. Like you just imagine the worst things happening. Yeah, I I I know what you and, mean. And yeah, and then but what helped me a lot was to know that the other moms were going through the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> they were so scared when they're uh when they're a kid. What what do you call it? Like when they uh, spit out the milk, it happens. You know spit when up. they when they yeah spit up when because sometimes it's I remember one time uh, when we held her up, she spit out so much milk. Like it was more than I fed her <laughs> right before. I did not know that she could contain so much milk. And it was like, what's the word? Avalanche. Mm, 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 mm. Like it was just like a waterfall of milk pouring down. And I stood there literally just staring at the whole thing, thinking that, <laughs> oh my gosh, will she survive? Aww. And all the milk. So it was it was so hard. Like it's terrifying for a new mom. This is sca- way scarier than the chore stuff you were talking oh, about definitely. earlier. Now now you're scaring. We me. are talking about psychological health here. Mm. Like it it can it could scar moms. But then when I talked to other moms, they were going through the same thing, you know. And it was so comforting to know that what you're going through is normal. Mm. I think for for a lot of people, um, what's scary is we think that we are the odd one <laughs> or something is wrong with yeah. us, right? But it's comforting to know that most other people go through the same thing. Um, and, uh, you know, what happens when the kids cry? Mm. And I ha- I was so fortunate that I had the other moms to talk mm-hmm. to. Um, so if, you know, one day you guys become parents, make sure you have some kind of a, like a social group yeah. with other moms mm. of, of the state. Do you have a WeChat the, group like that? State. We have, yeah. Well, it wasn't a WeChat group, but just other individual mm-hmm. moms. Um, and also when, let's say, uh, we have milk problems, mm-hmm. you know how things get congested, right? No, I like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So one thing that's more painful than childbirth was when things get clogged up. Oh, wow. You know, when you're, when you're breastfeeding. I feel like I'm learning then, secret information. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is like secret for like half of the human population. Yeah. But I just want to mention that when that happens and you have to unclog things, like literally by force, that was the most painful experience ever, more than childbirth. And so when I thought I was dying and I called up another new mom, she was like, oh, yes, it feels just like that. (laughs) You feel like you're on the edge of passing out. (laughs) And she's like, because when you are when you are trying to, let's just say, squeeze the milk out. Okay. Lactate. Uh, like literally because it's all blocked. It's like cheese mm. inside. So you mm. have to. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you have to unclog it. She's like, she was very calm. While I was like yelling and screaming on this end, she was like, oh, is the is the milk like shooting up all the way to the ceiling? <laughs> it's like, that's normal. <laughs> oh, goodness so, me. Uh, even though I was in so much pain, but it was mm. uh, it was a comfort to know that I wasn't dying. <laughs> You're relating to someone else who can express empathy and tell you that it's It's, normal. Yeah, so definitely it was the most helpful thing. It was more helpful. It was comfort and help that your partner just can't give you. Yeah. Because you won't know how that feels. Yeah, I won't. Yeah, so as you... as we mentioned earlier, and was it Anna Jarvis? Mm-hmm. She started this uh, Mother's Club, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's the start of Mother's Day. And I, when I read that, heard that, I was like, wow, that's so helpful. Mm-hmm. I think new moms especially should all have their Mother's Day um, or Mother's Club to know that most of the things that you go through um, are normal and to have the opportunity to share that with 
uh, other people. Yeah. You know, I think that's a beautiful idea. I think in America, that may be something people do autonomously, but you know, Mm -hmm. a a huge thing that new moms and new dads, I guess, do too, are buy baby books. So it's a huge profit making industry is people buying these baby books to teach them all the stuff that they they're not prepared for that they don't know Mm. like what you're talking about just now i had no idea that that was a thing (laughs) so like i'm definitely thinking these baby books are not a bad investment well the thing is i bought baby books too but um i remember even buying a book about breastfeeding Mm -hmm. but to be honest i don't remember anything from those books Mm. it was so much more helpful to talk to people who have done it themselves mm, mm-hmm, and who mm-hmm. were going through similar things. Mm. It was reading. It just like I read it, but nothing was really absorbed. Um, but I do recommend parenting books, like when your kids are older mm-hmm. and you need to start to learn how to build healthy relationships with your kids. That takes knowledge and that takes wisdom. And reading in that regard does help, mm. um, like about child development and things like that, what to expect from your kids at a certain age so that you don't overstress, you don't stress yourself out or stress your kids out mm-hmm. by expecting too much. But um, the mm. early stages, I didn't find reading all that helpful. Um, it's practical experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And don't reject help. Like if, say, one day you become a parent yeah. and your mother-in-law or your mom offer to come over to help, say yes. <laughs> Just say yes. <laughs> there will be conflicts, uh, different methods of parenting, different beliefs. Um, try to work that out. It's so much better to be left on your own and just frailing to, to find out if you've done the right thing to the most precious thing that you mm-hmm. can ever imagine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, ask, talk to people. It's just, uh, it'll keep you sane. Yeah. And I want us to share some uh, memories of our own mothers that made a deep impression. But uh, before I get started, I just want to read one or two from Reddit. Oh, sure. So this is a person named House of Tain. Um, They wrote on this Reddit, what is the most memorable memory you have with your mom? Mm. And they wrote, I was a kid at the time. My mom bought some durian. (laughs) I already knew what it Uh was and complained she was going to have durian breath after eating it. Later that evening, she ate it and she chased me around the house trying to blow her durian (laughs) breath on me. Uh, My mom's not someone who goofs around. mm -hmm. So it was very nice to see her being childish. Yeah, I'm like that all the time. So, <laughs> yes, you're chasing chasing your daughter around with oh, just, bad breath. Just anything. Um, yeah, I'm goofy most of the time. So she's actually my mm. daughter is more mm. uh, mature in a way. Like <laughs> <laughs> she's the mature yeah. one. Good one. Yeah. Anymore. <laughs> so we were watching the movie 300, and this is mm-hmm. Deftones 28. That's the name of a band. We were watching 300 in the theater one week before her Ooh. her wedding with my stepdad. So, like, uh, these are just basic memories. Mm. Uh, Playing the Kirby game on Mm. Super Nintendo with her when I was a kid. So these are, like, their most memorable memories Mm. of of their mom. Mm. I remember my mom, because you you mentioned at the beginning of the program, there were four boys, and she also (laughs) had a job. So my mom, I felt, was very stressed a lot of the time. I could see it. Mm. I could see her that she's really busy. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that she used to Mm do in order to alleviate her own stress and have fun at the same time, and this was something... Sometimes she would let one of us 
stay up late with her. Mm. And then she would play cards with oh. us. Like she was really good at cards, like exceptionally good. And we, we were happy because wow. she let us stay up late and she kind of used this as an opportunity mm. to sort of trick us, but also it was fun for both everybody <laughs> involved. And she, every time we lost a mm. card game, she would say, Oh, that's a chore you have to do. So then we would be, I would go like <laughs> unload the dishwasher and then come back. Oh, ooh, let's play again. And she mm. said, Oh yeah. Okay. You think you can win this time? And we would play cards. Of course I would lose. And she's like, okay, you need to go clean this area of that. So she would, mm -hmm. she used this cards as a way to get us to do chores and or to bond and to right? bond at the same time. So I, this is mm. very memorable. I think for all of my brother's she did this with us and it was something that we all liked doing. She made mm -hmm. doing chores for her into a game. So I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I can think of, well, I spend most of my time when I was a kid with my grandmother. Mm. So I could actually tell you a lot about being, you know, with my grandmother. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think if I have to uh, use one word to describe it mm -hmm. um, and thinking back as an adult, I, all I see is um, patience. Mm. And also just to allow mm. the term. Like my grandmother basically allowed me to be uh, a kid, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, because uh, reflecting on the way I'm being a mom, I, t I tell my daughter, do this, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like all day long. And now, you know, as I'm reading more about it, I know it's it's not right, but um, I'm trying to find more, I guess, nicer ways of doing this. Mm. Um, but thinking back on the, the days I spent with my grandmother when I was a kid, I don't think I ever heard those terms. Um, but that's also exceptional. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think like some for most families it's probably somewhere in between. And then when it comes to my mom, I remember one time, I think it was in the summertime. She she uh, worked. She was a teacher, mm -hmm. like a, a university mm -hmm. teacher. And once in a while, she would have to go grade papers. You know, like there will be these national tests yeah. or um, really important examinations. And the teachers would be like locked up <laughs> in grading them because they were, you know, they were supposed to be uh, secret, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Like nobody is supposed to know about um, the, the grades before... Uh, the, the due time and then you know they would have uh, nicer meals than normal mm. and I remember my mom would always bring them back like she would have this um, like a metal container mm -hmm. and they would um, it was like a box lunch almost yeah. uh, bento box and it was usually nicer than what we had at home so she would uh, always bring them back for me during mm. lunch and I remember one time there's like a giant meatball <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nowadays it's so common. Yeah. Uh, you can have anything you want, pretty much. Uh, but back during those, you know, those days, it was still it was not an everyday dish. Yeah. So I'm still so grateful, even to this day. Oh, it's gonna make me cry. <laughs> you know, in terms of my grandmother, also took mm -hmm. care of me some of the time because there were four of us, and the weekends sometimes me and my little brother mm -hmm. would be brought to grandmother's house so dad and mom could focus on mm. the two older brothers so they mm -hmm. kind of split the work up and my grandmother i remember there was a, there were two showers there was a bath slash shower and there was a shower that mm -hmm. my grandfather used but they my grandmother would not let us go in there mm. i guess she was worried or something but she would put us they we had they had like a laundry room sink that was a really big sink mm -hmm. and she would put me into the <laughs> sink and wash me in there so i was like i don't know five or okay. something you, know? you still remember that yeah i remember she'd put me in the sink and sometimes it would be a bath in the sink and she would like mm -hmm. 
give me toys to play with and wash me there. I'm not sure why, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I think it's because she just didn't want me to fall down. She mm. wanted to make sure she was super. But the opposite is the true of like how she would let me play because she had a big like farm kind of area. Mm. And she, when we went, my little brother and I went outside to play, mm-hmm. she would just not be there. Mm. She, grandma was in the house doing something mm-hmm. and grandpa was off on the land doing some farming or something. Nice. And we would just be allowed to run around and do whatever and get hurt and whatever. It doesn't matter. Oh. Like it was kind of like freedom time nice. to just like explore and be like totally boys. You know, irresponsible or responsible <laughs> playing the mud. Yeah. Yeah. Being boys. Well, I think she knew that there weren't anything harmful. Yeah. Uh, unless you seek trouble, right? <laughs> Yourself. <laughs> um, you know, that's kind of the ideal way we would want to raise uh, our daughter just to have enough like a farm area where mm. they can kids can just run around under the sun and mm. play with animals and other kids um it's harder almost impossible um to be able to have that in the city mm-hmm. but we do have these com- uh, communal like park areas and that's where kids play most of yeah, the time yeah 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 and also for the i think it's um when um when you let kids if you want them to wash themselves mm-hmm. um it's too slippery and mm. because everything is so hard in the bathroom right the the floor and also the yeah, tub yeah. like if you knock yourself on it like especially your head that's a big problem so yeah. i understand like why your grandmother would do that and i think that's that's <laughs> a very nice way of spending your childhood to just and yeah. you had a brother right uh, to play yeah. with um, yeah, my little brother would would always join me in the grandma grandmother exodus. <laughs> yeah, I think you know, um, on Mother's Day, if you have the time and your mom have the time, can you ask her about like how she managed to take care of four of you and four boys? <laughs> yeah, um, I will. because I think there will be wisdom that we can share with everybody. Uh, motherhood is so challenging. Mm. Yeah, I have a Chinese coworker and friend named uh, John, and one of the things he told me, and I, I don't really understand it to this day mm. because I'm not a father yet, but he, he said becoming a father made him a better person. And I'm like, yes. what are you talking about, John? Can you try to put that a succinct way to answer that? I'll give you an example, sure. right? I, I love junk food, mm. potato chips, any chips, like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I could eat all that I wanted mm. right before I became a mom. Mm. After I became a mom, all those junk food had to go mm. because when kids, they will hear it. They're like, you know, <laughs> dogs, they'll smell it. They'll hear it. And if you eat it and they don't get to eat it, it's like not fair. Right. Mm. And they'll catch you. So for a few years, those were out of the mm. house. And also you had to get up earlier. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. And go to bed on time. And you have to be a better example. I think maybe that's the key. You have to be a better person so that you are a better role model for your offspring. Mm. Because they will become, they will learn how to be a human Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. your uh, behaviors. In a way, you're forced to become a better person. (laughs) (laughs) You have to become a better example for another person. Exactly. In in endless ways. I think in endless ways. Um, And to wrap up the show, I want to offer one other fun thing that we can do as a mom. This is one thing that I I think sounds super fun. Mm -hmm. That is to put a blanket over the dinner table. And eat under the table with your kid. Huh. And maybe even with a flashlight. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I like this idea because I remember my best toys, like the toys that I enjoy the most, was actually the table and chairs huh. in our small apartment. Yeah. I would stack them in endless ways. <laughs> like put the chair over the table and then another stool on top and then throw a blanket onto the whole thing. 
And that was my castle. Mm. I had so much fun um, playing with those, uh, just the table and chairs. And so I think this would be a great idea and something that every family can afford to do. On that note, uh, happy Mother's Day to you, oh, baby. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No flowers needed, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully your wife and your mother-in-law and also your mom will have a wonderful Mother's Day and you guys can get to talk a little bit more about being moms. All right. Thank you, Jason. And thank you, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Happy Mother's Day. Bye-bye.